0: time now for the balloon party on the tim mckernan podcast presented by dobbs tire and auto centers on 101 espn
1: yes yes i'm going quick what's the lead today jackson i mean i feel like it's one of like 10 things yeah
2: so many options uh i'll say the lead is matthew kachuk
1: wow look at you now i now here's what i think of that i feel like you don't mean that but you're trying to ingratiate yourself. To an audience that hasn't necessarily taken to you over the first six months. Tyred. Okay, so what do you really think the lead is? Redbirds. What part? There's a potpourri of options. mean yeah, As I bad. said, topics are tree trunks, and then the individual topics are branches, mm-hmm. and our takes, our takes are the leaves. Wow. Yeah. No, it's fun. This is I the a visual represent- Journalism School. Yeah.
2: I need a visual representation. Uh, the tree trunk of the Redbirds, you have two branches. One branch is Nolan Arnado and Paul Goldschmidt will not be making the trip to Canada. The other branch is what the Cardinals will do at the trade deadline.
1: Well, we have news, though. We always want news. And we have the New York Post reporting the Cardinals are the potential frontrunners now for Juan Soto. Yeah, so I think that's the lead. Well, you have one of the starters who they were counting on has got a torn MCL. You also have that on the branch. Yeah, that's another branch. You have the XFL coming back to St. Louis. Separate tree. I assume you want to talk about James Harden and the Sixers. KD might be going to Boston. Right. So that's why I wanted to get where... So I asked Randy just now, uh-huh. and I said, what, was, what was, where were you guys going? And he said it was more Arnato and Goldschmidt.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I figure that's it's a hot Doug button. Doug
1: Vaughn, TMA, uh, said, you can never go wrong with the Cardinals when you're in St. Louis.
2: Yep. I now, if we're
1: doing the show on Saturday, I think it's Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. But I thought Jeremy Rutherford's article got people—I kind of reignited that. And for those of you who uh, haven't—and I believe he's going to be on BK and Ferrario, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's in the studio on uh, BK and Ferrario coming up at 11 o'clock. But saying that the Blues, according to Jeremy Rutherford's story on TheAthletic.com, major recommendations for uh, your reading on that, offered uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, Scandella, and a a first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, or a high-round pick, either way. And I think blues fans are like, what? That's all you offered? Right. So then that reignited it. Yeah. So I don't know. You tell me. Uh Tim Battlehawks is the lead. That's from the 314. Baseball before XFL. L O L. That's from the 618. Uh Tim, he's not fooling any of us. Uh all I want to talk about is KD going to Boston with Tatum. We all know it. We can hear it in the undertones of his voice. <laughs> it's from the three
2: one four. I have no interest in talking about that. I mean, I, I, let me rephrase that. I have a <laughs> I have a lot of interest in talking about that, but I know people don't have an interest in hearing about it.
1: All right. Well, I'm gonna I'll go with what uh, is carrying over from Carrick and Smallman this morning. Uh, Goldschmidt Arenado will not be playing in Toronto. Jackson, your reaction? I don't think I heard your reaction on TMA.
2: No, no. Um, my reaction is obviously it's their right to do whatever they want with their body, but there are consequences. To it there's consequences to the choices you make and the consequence in this situation is that you won't be playing in Canada Um, I I think you know they weighed their options and they chose and that's their right to do so but now you're going to be out with your first baseman and your third baseman both MVP candidates won't be playing in a series against a really good team so it it hurts as a fan uh,
1: I'm not angry at the two of them
2: Like I said, it's their choice, but there's consequences to that.
1: Yeah, I I feel like that with regards to this, I'm I'm really at peace with it and not remotely worked up about it, which probably wouldn't match up with most people who share my worldview, Mm -hmm. which is usually going to be—it's not always. I kind of enjoy that conservatives think I'm liberal and liberals think I'm conservative— to me, that means I'm an individual. Sure. And so my honest opinion is if you're knowing Arnauto and his reasoning was my wife and I are trying to start a family mm-hmm. and I will include my own personal experience with that. My wife and I, we were told in 2016 that we weren't going to be able to have children. We did IVF multiple times. Um, and I, I know a lot of people have gone through it. Uh, and and, it's, and if you get pregnant super easily, you don't think anything of it. Um, if anything, you go, oh, my God, we better be careful because we can't have another baby. But for a lot of people, that's not the way that it works. And people understandably don't want to talk about it. I don't really care. I want to talk about it because I want people to know that it can happen, especially if you and your wife or you and your husband are dealing with it right now. And uh, and then we got pregnant naturally uh, and had our first son in 2017. And we had our second son earlier this year. and uh, and, and all of it was natural. But if maybe the Arenados have had trouble and in in medical advice he got was it could put that at risk. Now, whether I agree with that or not, it doesn't to me, that doesn't that doesn't matter. What matters to me is you put your family first and what you think is personally right. Even if I don't agree with it, F me, it's my. So if they told me you got to do something that you don't agree with, I'd be like, well, F off, you know. So while I don't share that view, I respect it. And to Mm -hmm. me, that's kind of the game. So like to scold somebody for being selfish, which is not, I'm not saying that that's what you're doing just because it doesn't necessarily, because I think oftentimes we'll take along like a political line and, you know, again, that's not where I personally am, but one can't talk about, you know tolerance and self-expression and rights to one's own body and then turn around and then talk about the opposite. So from that standpoint, yes, it's unfortunate, certainly from a baseball standpoint, but for Nolan Arnauto and then Paul Goldschmidt talked about having all these conversations with his doctor. I personally, that's not where I am, but that's them and that's their choice and they'll deal with the ramifications, but I, I'm not going to scold them. And I'm not saying that makes me better or worse than anybody else. I'm just telling you, that was my reaction to to the news yesterday.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. Like, I don't agree with their stance on it, but it's their choice. They made their decision, and and they weighed out their options. They took their family into account, and they made their decision. And now we are seeing the – this is a rare – I mean, like we said, I said this on TMA, Cardinals playing the NL Central, they play the Blue Jays once every – I don't know the rotation of it, but probably – Well, now they're
1: going to be playing everybody.
2: Right, right, but that they – play every couple of years at most five or six years at most and this is a year that falls on it and uh well I'm saying like the Blue Jays they rarely would play the Blue Jays in okay. an interleague matchup and this is just a year that falls on it where they do and so right
1: well starting next year they, they play everybody right right
2: right so it's just it's a it's weird timing and it's unfortunate for both of them or for the Cardinals in general because you're two top producing hitters um but that that's part of the that's part of the deal that we are living in today is that that's going to be a consequence to a decision.
1: Uh, Hey, Tim, uh, I totally agree. Uh, Boy, The texts are coming in fast and furious, and I – Jackson, I'm I'm not – the mouse isn't working, so I'm having to use the arrow. Try to lift it up here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Gross reaction from local media. Never been more disappointed. Every writer is fueling the fire. It's two games. These guys get rest days every so often. Let's not act like they are missing – Two whole weeks. That's from the 314. Well, I mean, I, I guess this is maybe in reference to what was written. I don't know. I didn't. I, I honestly haven't read a column on it. I read Derek Gould's uh, story on stltoday.com. I know Benjamin Hockman wrote a column. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I don't know if that's what that text is in reference to. Randy and I were talking about it beforehand. See, I enjoy, because one of the things I wanted to do Uh, along the lines of uh, the Cardinal conversation, but branching off from the Arnado Goldschmidt thing momentarily, is I was asking, because I don't get a chance, obviously I can't listen to to Randy and Michelle because we're on at the same time, um, and I just don't get a chance to listen to everything. I've read, and I believe it would be fair to say Benjamin Hockman and Ben Fredrickson of the post is Badge are not for the Cardinal's Trading for Juan Soto, I think, and if they're listening and I'm mischaracterizing their words, then I would want them to correct me. And then other shows around the market. What I was observing is I don't think there is a real big push for it from St. Louis Media. But because I don't get a chance to listen to everything, I I honestly don't know. So on TMA this morning, I asked... And nobody had anybody's yeah, I don't know. name, so I don't know. So then, along the lines with it, so that's what Randy and I were talking about before the show. And then I, then we were talking about um, how things have changed so much. And he's talked about if Larus were the manager, you know, what do you think would happen? I go, I don't know. I get where you're going because I do get exactly where he's going. LaRusse would have made sure everybody was right um, vaccinated, that is, so you wouldn't, you know, in a pennant race and a wild card race, be in this spot. And I get where he's coming from but I'm not sure on this particular thing I could be wrong. listen Randy is very very confident and I respect Randy a great deal That's the thing when I talk about other media people it's not like oh let me take a shot because this person disagrees it's, you know if they disagree they disagree you know it's not like I'm always right and if anything, I want to respect people's opinions and hear other opinions and maybe it makes me change my opinion. So uh, we were talking about that, and we were also talking about the Soto thing. And he said, no, I'd be for it. He goes, I'd, I'd, he goes the thing is, I don't think the Cardinals are ever going to sign somebody to $500 million contract. Um, and so you're trading, and I wouldn't trade Walker if you're only going to have him for two and a half years. So that's where Randy was on it. So that was good to have that conversation. Uh, your thoughts on the topics are welcome. 65780 Air Comfort Service, text line. And you can use our uh, Rhino Shield mic drop and leave a mic drop. Uh, I know Steven Wildwood has really been enjoying that feature. And now that we are playing them, you know you can as well leave a mic drop, Rhino Shield mic drop. And Jackson, what do we have going on today? Are we giving away Bud Bash tickets? Yes, we are
2: absolutely giving away. Some
1: Bud what? Bash tickets. Yes, indeed. 101 ESPN has your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to next week's Budweiser Bash for the Cardinals and Cubs on Tuesday, August 2nd. Next week's Bud Bash giveaway features a limited edition Ozzie Smith bobblehead. Get all the details for Budweiser Bash nights at Busch Stadium now at cardinals.com slash promotions there you go jackson how will the winner be determined today text of the day oh is that right
2: yeah yeah you send in the quality text and you get that. now what does
1: quality mean
2: well it's you know subjective and of course i and you am you are you have the only vote unilaterally i'd right. make the decision
1: and so you know
2: appeal to me or take a big shot at me just you know make it good
1: so there it is you can win t- I mean, you can cardinals and cubs tickets yeah. i mean that's legit no no, 65780. Uh Tim, I don't want Walker trade it, but Arnado is blocking his path. That is from the 910. Uh let's see. You're doing mic drops now. Woohoo. Can we listen to my work voicemails too? That's from Josh Krunky's beard.
2: Later on the clubhouse.
1: Sometimes a name will win it. Yeah. Uh, Tim Larusa didn't force all the White Sox to get vaxxed. Two didn't make the trip. That's from the three one four. Remember, the Cardinals wanted Stan in that contract. That's from the three one four. See, that's the thing. That's why. And I'm because I don't know. I don't know if people are for it or against it. Because I th- here's you know, I was doing the Gallup polls last week. By the way, do I need to take a break? No, you're I, good. oh really? Wow. Oh, sweet. Sure. I feel like I've been going and I anytime I catch myself, I go, oh, crap, that means I'm late for a break and I just get going. Um, that that I think there was an expectation that Matthew Kachuk and the blues were going to wind up doing business. Mm-hmm. At least there was much higher expectation with regards to that than the Juan Soto thing. And now I feel like people are taking the Juan Soto thing more seriously than they were. I'm not comparing it to Matthew Kachuk because the ship has sailed, but I'm talking about I feel like, Jackson, people are starting to think the Juan Soto thing could happen, Mm -hmm. not necessarily will happen, but could happen more than they were when we first started talking about it a couple of weeks ago
2: yeah oh yeah i think people are see definitely...
1: what i'm saying right i mean the new york post this morning has the cardinals has an article saying the cardinals are considered by rival executives as the potential front runner to get juan soto
2: right I...
1: so this you know this is starting to have some semblance of traction doesn't right. mean it will happen I Want to emphasize that but it's starting to get traction because of the cardinals pool of prospects and what i don't personally understand is what I call, you know, we've talked about sports washing with, with live golf is, and I use the term DeWitt washing, but even though Bill DeWitt, I don't think is the one responsible for it. And if anything, I think the world of his run is the Cardinal chairman. But my reason for calling it that is I don't understand why there isn't more enthusiasm for the Cardinals getting Juan Soto. Uh, and again, it, it, it's not because whatever Mark DeRosa allegedly concocted isn't like the the bar. It's like you could have one of the best players in the game whose statistics at this moment are comparable to Mickey Mantle's and he's 23. And yet it's like, well, no, I don't want to let go of Jordan Walker. I And listen, I respect Jordan Walker and what he's done. But how much have you seen of Jordan Walker play baseball? Are you just basing this on being scared right. to regret? You know, I would rather regret a shot I fired on goal than not take the shot. Right. And when a team has the ability to get to the postseason, now that doesn't mean you do it at all costs. I remember somebody saying, would you sign Bryce Harper? Yes, I would, within these parameters. So maybe people are like, yeah, I'd like him to trade for Soto, but within these parameters. I just feel like the Matthew Kachuk thing had a hell of a lot more momentum, and there was really a lot of disappointment on Friday night, not because people were... um but Because people, I think, thought he was going to come here. Yeah. And I think if and when Soto goes somewhere else, I don't think that disappointment will be as intense. No,
2: no it will not.
1: It so will. that'll carry us over into the next uh, segment with the discussion on Kachuk, but also we'll continue this discussion on Arnato Goldschmidt, Soto. Uh, it's all coming up next as we break here on Balloon Party 101 East speed.
2: song is like preparing us for battle
1: yeah no i'm excited about it jackson uh with a remix here it's balloon party 101 espn my name is tim mckernan and uh standing across from me or sitting across from me to me it looks like standing but we're dealing at different heights right now uh, i do expect growth spurt hoping for it really uh is action jackson jackson Burkett. uh action jackson uh, your reaction to matthew kachuk going to florida it's what people who listen to 101 ESPN have been waiting for is your analysis of the deal.
2: Hey man, you can't turn down, can't turn down, a check that size and
1: when and why do you hate living in St. Louis?
2: Uh, I love living in St. Louis. I've lived here my entire life outside of a couple years in Columbia, Missouri, and about South Florida. Nine months in yeah, Fort Myers, Florida mm. and I decided to come back here, so that should be a testament to my loyalty to the soil
1: here. I also came back.
2: Yeah, you know, you're, but you've had a Hall of Fame career. I haven't. Clip that off. Use it for a promo. <laughs> um, my reaction is the Blues didn't give them enough to make a massive move like that, and the Panthers did, so they did.
1: So I feel like, after all, hell broke loose on Friday night with the trade. Uh-huh. That by Sunday night, people were coming to terms with it, and for the most part starting to accept it, the, the grieving process, mm-hmm. and the cycles, and the stages, I should say. And then Jeremy Rutherford writes the article, which, again, I would highly recommend, uh, going through what took place. And, and, and we have some of the audio, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, with Matthew Kachuk, and I have a, a friend of mine who, uh, who texted me, and he said, if you read between the lines a bit and some of the quotes in Jarrah's article, is it possible— Kachuk wasn't as high on coming to St. Louis because of the potential for distractions. Brady mentioned the little things. He knows so many people here, and he'd probably get asked for tickets and probably more events, which he'd love to do, but it probably would have been a different experience and a little bit crazy. So I, I read that article the exact same way. I talked about that this morning on TMA. I read it as he would have been interested in it, but it wasn't... Something that he wanted, perhaps as much as people around him wanted, and he actually said that in the article. And I don't know what sound you have called up, so I don't, I don't know if it will reflect that. Uh, but uh, go ahead, Action Jackson. When I will yield to your Matthew Kachuk sound. This is from his interview with Jeremy Rutherford.
2: Yeah, it's on. If he was ever. Excited about the possibility of playing with
1: the Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've always been, in, uh, you know, intrigued
0: by them ever since I've been younger. And, um, you know, I, I told, we, we had a list of teams, a very, very small list, and um, I'm not going to, you know, comment out of respect for for them or for my situation if they were on it, but right. I'm, I'm sure people could, uh, could probably put two and two together. And, um, you know, it's just... Uh, yeah, obviously a great organization and then getting to know them a little bit they have unbelievable ownership and and a great gm and and you know talking to the talking to um you know some guys with their team that i don't normally talk to or, or i do talk to and i have in the past but not about this it was it was cool to learn about them and um they obviously have a really uh, really solid team and um they've been uh, a great team for a while which is uh, yeah, they've, they've had a great culture here, so I'm, I'm sure they're going to continue continue to do great things.
1: It's Matthew Kachuk talking to Jeremy Rutherford. Major recommendation for reading Jeremy's article detailing the Blues' offer, Kachuk's thought process. Also, the uh, Jeremy talks with uh, Brady Kachuk, who was getting engaged, and they were all out celebrating dinner when uh, Matt got the Matthew got the call, uh, finding out that he was going to Florida. And number one most importantly in the whole thing is Florida offer offer Florida's offer was from you know the Calgary standpoint a no-brainer right Calgary gets out of that situation which has been a rough couple of weeks for the Flames uh, first with Goudreau and now with Kachuk and they're going wow I mean granted you know it's not like they've got long-term young prospects either there is they're gonna deal with free agency themselves but with that said they got a, a you know big offer in comparison to what JR reports the Blues offered, which is Tarasenko, Scandella, and a first round pick. Uh, and so from that standpoint, it's a no brainer to go with Florida. But taking it further, and, and by the way, this isn't an indictment at all of Matthew Kachuk. I get it. Number one, you know, this is my hometown as well but he's now 24 years old with what 75-80 million dollars living in south florida could be worse it's not bad you know i mean you know and, and i guess it may I, I don't not to say that people are mad about that but you know if you are Okay, you know, I mean, it is his life. You know, are you supportive <laughs> of Paul Goldschmidt and Arnold making their own decisions? Okay, then I would imagine, because of course we're going to be consistent and not do things through a, a biased lens, that we would be consistent with say, "Well, Matthew Kachuk, good for him. He's he made a choice." But but in reality, the, also the Calgary Flames had to make a choice, right? And they got a much better offer, so. Yeah. And I think that there's something to, you know, I had Pat Maroon on the podcast and we talked about it. And when he was a healthy scratch in early 2019, it's one thing if you're a healthy scratch and you're out in Anaheim or in Edmonton. It's another thing when you're a healthy scratch and you're in your hometown. Yeah. You know, now not to say Matthew Kachuk could be a healthy scratch, but the point is the hometown thing. It cuts both ways. It cuts both ways. Now for Pat He got to experience the mountaintop. I'd be curious what Jason Isringhausen would say about it. Um, You know, some people have dealt with this. I remember talking to Kerry Robinson, who was a a Cardinal for a few years. Uh, He'd come over to my place, and we would play Madden football against each other. (laughs) And he's like, man— it is not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. It is not all it's cracked up to be. And and he's, you know, he I'm sure he'd be the first one to say it was more of a role player who would occasionally start. He had a great home run on Father's Day in 2002, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and that was like the peak. But as far as the... Uh, experience of being in home in a hometown and having things not work out for you it can be rough and then yeah distractions with people expecting you to do things freeze right Luke Voigt know?
2: said something similar
1: yeah yeah it can be tough what uh, yeah I had Voigt in for yeah. the podcast and I asked him what was it like when you got the call that you were getting traded and he was I think he said it was one of the greatest moments of my life right he was, he's getting traded Luke. from his hometown so I think that's an important part of the discussion not not as we like go well maybe there's something wrong with St. Louis yeah if we're going to line up St. Louis against South Florida and let's 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 not include voters from St. Louis and voters from South Florida 90% of the population is going to say yes I would rather live in South Florida if we were to pull people from around the country but my point being on the conversation is Matthew Kachuk had something to say about it and maybe he didn't want to play In St. Louis, or maybe it wasn't as attractive to him when he weighed options if he had them as as people would have thought was the case. And obviously, because he's a hometown guy and one of the best players, especially one of the best two way players in the game, it was attractive for the Blues, especially in an offseason where at the moment there isn't a lot to get excited about. So I understand people being frustrated with that, but I personally would disagree if people were mad at Matthew Kachuk for not wanting to play in his hometown, even though he didn't say that. You do have to read between the lines, and it's really more Brady's comments than Matthew's that would help me arrive at that conclusion. Jackson, Mm -hmm. thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, it's awesome to play in your hometown. I would assume it's probably pretty awesome at some points, but then there's other points where it's like, you know, Tickets aren't free to a lot of these guys. Like, you know, you ask your buddies come to the game. You need tickets. They need tickets. We all need some tickets. And there's a lot of pressure built into it. It's not necessarily all it's cracked up to be. And, you know, while I I, I think that, you know, I'd like to go more into deal, It's pretty simple. He got a – the Calgary got a great offer from Florida – and Matthew got the choice to play in South Florida and make a lot of money, and he said yes. And it's pretty cut and dry like that; like it's not a shot at St.
1: Louis. Goudreau was on the Spit and Chicklets podcast, uh-huh. and a lot of Calgary fans were like, "This is BS." If he wanted to be close to home, the Devils were trying to get him more than than the Blue Jackets were, uh-huh. and he actually said, "I didn't want to deal with the BS that would come with right. playing." In, in, my, in my hometown, right. home state. Right. And so that, that factored in. So you're like, well, Columbus is in your home. It's a hell of a lot closer than Calgary. You know, if my family were in Chicago and I'm working in L.A., but I can work in St. Louis, you know, same amount of money or at least adjusted for cost of living, it, there's a big difference between a four-and-a-half-hour flight and a 45-minute flight. Exactly. So, you know, it, 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 with all that said, more people care about the hockey element of it, and I think people are going – Okay, what? Yeah, of course the Flames weren't taking Tarasenko. Was Tarasenko even willing to go there? Right. And Scandella? Yeah, of course they weren't taking that. So how serious was it? But to me, I really did think it was going to happen. I put it at 65% on our arbitrary percentages on Friday. I really did. I really Because I just thought Matthew wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Blues would make it happen. Um but when I read that, I was just like, oh, God. I mean, that th- the Flames couldn't even have been tempted by that. So then Doug and I were discussing it. I don't know if we were—Doug Vaughn and I were discussing it. I don't know if it was discussed on the air if we were just talking about this in the commercial way, because I wonder how that got out. And I would say it was a Flames source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that on the air. Yeah, we did talk about it on the air. Okay. Yeah. Uh To me, it sounds like Army has no takers for Vladdy. I read no salary cap if they traded Cairo. Uh, Armstrong had a joke, or that's all that happened. If you were mad at anyone, it should be Armstrong. That's from the 618. Uh, Tim, that's surprising because he seems to be all about St. Louis. Well, I think you can love St. Louis, but also. You know, I know in my case, I, I want to move to South Florida, but I love, but I love St. Louis. Right. I just hate cold weather, and right. I'm at a point in my life where I just don't want to spend half of it inside right. in cloudy, rainy snow. That's where I am. If people are mad about that, that's fine. I, it's not going to impact my feelings. Mm-hmm. To me, it says a lot about you if you're going to be mad about where somebody wants to personally live. But whatever. Don't give a damn. It's where I want to be. But if somebody says, I, I want to live year-round in St. Louis, I won't go. Why wouldn't you want to live in South Florida? It's your life. Do what you want to do with it. Absolutely. But with regards to Matthew Kachuk, again, the Flames had something to say about it. And as far as him, I mean, I, I get the thing. I think, I think we're learning more about the hometown thing isn't perhaps. Because here's what we think. As St. Louisans, we grew up either wanting to play for the Blues or the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And so when somebody would have that opportunity, we're viewing it through our childhood dreams that most of us never even came close to getting to accomplish. And Matthew Kachuk could have theoretically, maybe, maybe not, depending on Armstrong's offer, had that opportunity, and instead he's going to be with the Florida Panthers. And in the article, he said, I've I've had a smile on my face for 48 hours, and I think some St. Louis Blues fans are going, well, what the hell? Right. How's that possible if you're not going to the Blues? And it might be, I didn't really deep down really want to. I'll always be a St. and don't get me wrong, but there are some things that people don't understand about playing for your hometown, and it's not necessarily what I wanted to experience. Yep. So yeah. I think that that was something that you had to kind of read between the lines in that article, and Brady Kachuk said more about it than Matthew did, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't like St. Louis. It's just a situation where you're going, I want to rather be somewhere where I'm not going to be dealing with some of the things that I would be if I were in my hometown. Your thoughts, 65780, leave a mic drop via the Rhino Shield mic drop. We still have these Bud Bash tickets that we're giving away. 101 ESPN has your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to next week's Budweiser Bash for Cardinals and Cubs on Tuesday, August 2nd. Next week's Bud Bash giveaway features a limited edition Ozzy Smith bobblehead. Get all the details for Budweiser Bash nights at Bush Stadium now at cardinals.com slash promotions. And we're giving away those tickets for the best text. Uh, and I saw one that I thought was really good, but Jackson uh, is, is the one who has the sole vote on this thing, so it, it could be It could be tough. I'm assuming your theory about the distraction of playing professionally in your hometown is why Jason Tatum is in Boston and not on Jackson's rec league team. That is from the 618.
2: Yeah, I think that's astute. I don't know if he could slice it where where I'm hooping. I know, right? Yeah, I know he just played for the NBA championship and dropped 46 on two-time MVP, but I don't know if he could handle what I got cooking.
1: Also, Tim, Kachuk pays no income tax in Florida. There is no state tax. Yeah. I've ran those calculations as well, uh, so I'm I'm aware of yes that that. But again, once you're at the point where it's you know basically eighty million dollars, it's uh, you know
2: a little less impactful,
1: right? But yes, that matters. Oh yeah, it, it's it's six percent. Yeah, it counts. Yeah, for so sure. you know that's a, that's a nice nice little added bonus of the whole thing in addition to. Uh, the weather, and you know, if you're into that kind of life, and listen, but I always say this about like, and I, I know their their names carry a different connotation for some. This morning, but Goldschmidt Arenado, I said they're perfect for St. Louis. This was said pre-vax decision, by the way, uh, and I said because they're just baseball guys, right? So, if you want to experience nightlife and be a bachelor. You know, I'm not sure that this is necessarily the spot for you. But if you're in your 30s and you you have a family, or in Arnado's case, want to start a family, this is probably better suited for you than right. you know take your place of whatever more cosmopolitan market. So, right. uh, it's just a case by case basis. Your thoughts six five seven eight zero, or use the Rhino Shield mic drop feature on the 101 ESPN app. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.
0: We are right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
1: Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN, and the air comfort service tax line has gotten away from the players. Tends to happen. Jackson in the commercial break goes, man, a lot of people are telling me to F off. (laughs) I just noticed that at the core of my eye, I was like, well, multiple texts.
2: I haven't (laughs) said anything in a while.
1: Well, I mean, people want these bud bash tickets, and they feel like that's the way to win them. It's an interesting strategy.
2: I can't, I can't fault it, considering our history of someone winning when they said they were gonna. Sl- they tried slide tackling
1: me. <laughs> to look at the, the person wrong. Uh, Jackson, do we have any mic drops presented by Rhino Shield?
2: Uh We have one oh, yep. from Steve. Uh, he seems to be popular with the audience, so let's fire it up. Yep. Fun little series here. Two games north of the border. We'll see how Goldschmidt and Arenado stack up against Guerrero and Springer and Bichette.
0: Stop it! I thought we were going to Canada, not China. What kind of
2: policy is this? That that virus is gone. What are you talking about? We probably have to score twice as many runs as them, too, because they keep score by the metric system. I'm tired
1: of it! Steve.
2: He's passionate. You're a passionate man. can't say I agree with his sentiment, but he's passionate.
1: You can leave a mic drop as well. I mean, I, I, that you have to respect the passion. You know the thing about it—he ropes you in. He's like, "Oh, he's really he's calmed down after being a little irritated on Friday." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, kind of going to be fun to see all these bats in the Blue Jays lineup." And then all of a sudden, just—I
2: describe it as vitriol.
1: Uh yeah, it is vitriol. Please stop playing this ass hat. <laughs> it's in the three one four. Jackson, I love you. Now give me the Bud Bash tickets. That's from the six one eight.
2: I didn't hear a magic word in there.
1: So that's the key.
2: Well, manners are always acceptable.
1: Uh, Tim, I disagree with you on the uh, idea of... Oh, I lost it. Boy, they're coming in so <laughs> yeah. fast and furious. that <laughs> uh Of the, the premise being that the hometown thing, which really I, I, I feel like we're given a little more weight to than perhaps needs to be. Again, if we just line up the offers of the Blues, per Jeremy Rutherford's article and, and the Panthers... It's understandable, but I was getting into what Brady Kachuk said with regards to playing in your hometown and how it might be more for, uh, you know, other people than it is for the individual himself. A lot of people do get it, though. I've, I've noticed that. Uh, but I was reading this text and I've lost it because we've gotten so many more. Oh, well. Point being, uh, this person was saying that uh, Freeze and Maroon are legends. Um, Listing, you talk about, uh, and then that they wouldn't trade it for anything. Hmm. Um, And then this person says, Listing, you talk about playing your hometown. Totally brings back memories of David Freeze. He was a hometown hero, but then everybody knows it got to be too much. I would have loved to see Matthew play here, but I totally understand where he's coming from. That is from the 314. I would say more people are seeing it that way than then the other way and again like i said it's it's a hockey decision for the organizations so there's there's that and if we just line the line the offers up next to each other it's kind of a no brainer right i mean like i said the flames have gone from being a punchline over the last couple of weeks to going look what they were able to accomplish considering the situation they were in they were not going to be able to keep either one of these guys and now, look what they have been able to at least salvage from Matthew Kachuk. Uh, let's see. Give me the Bud Bash tickets, or I'll slide tackle you, piddles. That's from the three one four. You need to go back to Channel Nine, where only the liberals listen to you. That's from the three one four. Jackson, were you on Channel Nine? I've I've PBS? never been on K. I've never been on KTC. I haven't been on PBS recently. Uh, let's see. Uh, listening to Jackson this morning is like the XFL coming back to St. Louis and Chuck taking the money in Florida had a baby. No one gives an S and no one wants to hear about it. That's from the 636.
2: That's a, what a nice sentiment that was. And, and well explained, too. Everyone understood what you were talking about.
1: <laughs> All right. With regards to the XFL, your level of excitement.
2: Scale of 1 to 10, uh, 3. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not really. I mean, personally.
1: No, it's fine. No, I understand it was personal, but I understand now you're kind of, you're surprised by my reaction. And so now by saying personally, you're softening it. I understand the whole thing. But I did I didn't realize that, especially after you tried to ingratiate yourself to the audience by saying Kachuk signing with the Panthers was the the number one story. Yeah, I kind of abandoned that question. Yeah, you did. Is <laughs> that because I'm telling you, well, uh,
2: yeah, no. Well, I realized that it was a futile effort to try to ingratiate myself.
1: Here is my official XFL statement. I was confused by the enthusiasm of it in twenty twenty, and then when I watched it, uh I was like, holy crap, this is great. This is what Rams games could have slash Mm -hmm. should have been. Mm -hmm. Tailgating with some younger people who are really into football. I can't imagine anybody was yelled at to sit down (laughs) at a Battle Hawks game. And that excited the hell out of me relative to what I thought it was going to be. My emotions were not, you know, impacted in any capacity by a Battle Hawks win or loss. But certainly the community got way more behind it than I ever expected. My thought on it is, man, it's a little weird that at this point, a city that, you know, 20 years ago was named, granted by a hometown publication, is the best sports city in America with the Cardinals, Blues, and Rams, is now at a point where we're getting excited about, you know, a minor league professional sports franchise coming to town. That's my actual reaction to it. Yeah so i know that so yeah i guess we'll both get hate for for that but i mean i that that's my honest reaction to it i also don't think it will be as popular as it was the first time around because i think a lot of people were like i want to shove it up stan crocky's ass and show them that we're a great football town and now that crocky has dunked on st louis multiple times that ship has sailed and so yeah i just i don't me personally it's not something that that gets me all worked up which i guess is where you are since you said you personally but i also was not as worked up as people were in 2020 and it was legitimately thrilled to see the reaction it got because it had a hell of an atmosphere mm. you know in a building that hadn't had an atmosphere like that for a football game in a long time
2: right yeah and i and i'd like to preface it with i was i was a huge St. Louis Rams fan even when they were really really bad you uh, were so heartbroken. I can vouch for that. Heartbroken when they left, um, and so that kind of prep. But if if we're comparing to the other new franchise coming, the St. Louis City, I'm like an eight or nine in my excitement. So that that's just that's just where I am personally. The XFL. I enjoyed watching the games because they were on when it happened in 2020, but I wasn't overly excited about it, and I'm certainly not overly excited about it now. But I'm glad for the city to get another opportunity to make some revenue, the people who work at the Dome to make some more money. Uh, It's it's good for the city, don't get me wrong. I'm just not personally that excited about it.
1: Uh, Let's see. Move on from talking about the XFL, then. No one wants to hear your negativity on it. That's from the 314.
2: Okay. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> I'm really at a loss.
1: Well, you got to go in there to get the the Bud Bash ticket. I
2: know. It? Let's get my hazmat suit.
1: Well, I mean, it, from my standpoint, a question is what's its viability, and right. I suppose let me let me put it this way. Let me let me extrapolate here for the purpose of the conversation. Uh, Washington D.C. has a franchise. Um, Houston, Texas has a franchise. Arlington, Texas, Dallas has a franchise. Uh, Orlando has a franchise. Um, I don't know who I've left out uh, as I'm doing this off the top of my head. Seattle has a franchise. Do you think any of those markets are spending a lot of time on their XFL franchise announcement from yesterday? No. Okay. That's it. We'll take a break. This is Balloon Party, 101
0: ESPN. we are right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
1: Welcome back. We're giving away Bud Bash tickets, and uh, Jackson has decided on a winner. What do we have here?
2: We got Jeff from Collinsville is the uh, is the winner. What was his text, brah? Uh, let me scroll down just real quick and grab it for you. Uh, I believe the text was... Jackson is always on Channel 9. He's that grungy little SOB that lives in the trash can.
1: Wow, wow, wow. A Sesame Street Oscar the Grouch so reset.
2: congratulations to Jeff in Collinsville. He'll, he'll be getting four tickets to Bud Bash.
1: Congratulations. You can find out more about the Budweiser Bash nights at Busch Stadium now at cardinals.com slash promotions. We'll be giving away tickets all week here on 101 ESP. And, all right, uh, Jackson, uh, BK and Ferrari are coming up next, and I believe JR is going to be with them, talking about his article, major recommendation for it. I read that last night. Some great reporting on the part of Jeremy Rutherford on uh, in talking with Matthew and Brady Kachuk, for that matter, and then also getting the information on the Blues offer and uh, and some details on it. So if you haven't read it, check it out at theathletic.com. And I'm um, looking forward to what Jeremy Rutherford has yeah. to say coming up here in a matter of moments. JR's
2: uh, filling in for... Alex Ferrari, so I'll be on from 11 to 2.
1: Sweet. There you go. Yeah. Outstanding. Yep. Looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, and you can podcast anytime, the Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast, Balloon Party, BK and Ferrario, Fastlane, and of course, Carricker and Smallman. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 10 o'clock with Balloon Party. I am vacationing. Jackson is lending me his place in the Hamptons, so yep. Uh, yep. Uh, I will be out on uh, Thursday and Friday of this week and next week. Uh, but, uh, Randy and Michelle Smallman, I believe are doing the program this Thursday and Friday. So we appreciate that time for us. To shut it down. and Ferrario with Jeremy Rutherford uh, filling in for Alex Ferrario is coming up next. This has been balloon party on One Hundred and One ESPN.
0: You've been listening to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs tire and auto centers on one Oh one ESPN.
1: Peloton. Let's go.